What's going on, Sunbelt fans? Hello, welcome into another episode of the Sunbelt Syndicate. I am your host, Dominic Rossetto. Today, we jump into the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Their last three seasons in 2019 went 5 and 7. 2020, they went in 11 and 1. And 2021, they went 11 and 2. In that time, they had three P5 victories. All of them against Kansas, so no powerhouse there, but uh, still 3-5 victories, still counts. Uh, they almost had a title game appearance. Uh, they should have had one in, in 2020 and played Louisiana, but uh, COVID played a factor there, and Louisiana fans will tell you that it was more of them being scared to lose than COVID. But they were also ranked for 10 straight weeks at one point in time. They did beat two ranked teams as well. And they came away with a one and one bowl record over the past three seasons, as obviously in the five and seven year they did not make a bowl. This year, I think the offense can thrive if uh, the receiving core can all be complementary to Sam Pinckney. Uh, Pinckney travels in from Georgia State and will be their number one target without a doubt. Uh, they did lose highly and likely. Uh, as funny it is to say those names back to back. Um, so they are going to need that production to be met or matched as much as they can. And Pinkney's not going to be able to do it himself. So if the rest of the guys can carry some weight and help him out, help McCall out, that will help the offense succeed. I think the offense struggles if McCall goes down. He's had some durability questions here in the last few years, and uh, they might have some questionable depth in the, at the QB spot behind him. So you don't want to see that happen if you're a Coastal fan. I think the defense can thrive if they can force the pass. I really do think that the Chanticleers had a underrated secondary. I think they are they're still back for the most part and I think they're they're just reloading. I think they they've got some good DBs back there and if they can force teams into the pass and force them to go after that uh, strong secondary that they've got, I think that could be a big benefit to the coastal defense. I think the defense struggles if they can't replace the previous uh, production of the linebacking core. Uh, we ha- we know the, the mullet brothers or the, the, the mullet portion of the black swarm defense, as they call it, uh, both left. And that's going to be a big loss, not only in the play, but probably some of the leadership qualities of that defense. So if they can replace those guys adequately, um, they'll be okay. But if not, that's exactly where Coastal could struggle defensively. Special teams-wise, uh, I do expect them to struggle a little bit. Uh, they have a little playing experience, and that's not a good thing when you come to the special team aspect. And they have only finished above number 70 in special teams ranking once in the past five years. Uh, they were actually a surprising number 10 last year, uh, but I, I just don't expect that to continue. I think uh, they had something like four punt blocks that really helped that number 10 ranking out. I don't expect them to have that many again this year. So let's jump in to the week by week schedule. September 3rd, they open at home against army. And, uh, I don't think coastal will be down for this. I think they will be up for this one hosting army. Everybody loves to play the military schools, the service academies. And, uh, I think army will be a good first opponent for him. I think it'll give them a really good test and show them what some run-heavy offenses could do against their defense. I think the Coastal offense should be powerful enough to win that game. Uh, The following week, they host Gardner-Webb. Again, 
a weak FCS opponent. I don't see much of a challenge here. Easy win for Coastal. Then they play Buffalo, and uh, Buffalo and Coastal have had some meetings here lately and been in some pretty exciting games, really. And I just, this one was almost a toss-up for me, honestly. But I think they'll come away with a victory, mainly because it's at home. They'll be ready to prove they can beat a, a little bit better of an opponent. Uh, actually, Army, I guess, could be considered a little better than than Buffalo. But I think Buffalo has been pretty good, uh, maybe underrated the last few seasons. I still think Coastal comes away with the victory, hosting them down there in a little bit more of the heat than Buffalo's used to. Then they travel to Georgia State for a Thursday night game. And uh, again, Georgia State, I think they really are a much better team. I think they're going to be able to establish the run, and they're going to improve a lot defensively this year. So I actually have what some may seem as a surprise, um, although they lost to Georgia State last year, 40-42, to 42, so maybe it's not too much of a surprise. But I do have them losing to Georgia State there. Then, again, another Georgia school. They play Georgia Southern in the following week. This one at home, but here's another surprise. These two teams don't like each other at all. I don't know how many remember the Sports Center clip of the two teams kind of jumping and dancing at each other from across the field. Uh, there's a little bit of a heated rivalry there. And uh, I think Georgia Southern gets a win over the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers here. And uh, so that's an L for Coastal. They travel to ULM the week after that, I think they rebound nicely there. I think ULM still a little bit weaker, especially on that western side. Most of the bottom teams on the west are a little bit weaker. I think they rebound nicely and get the W. Then they host Old Dominion for homecoming. Old Dominion's coming off a bye. I don't know if that's enough to help them rebound, and I don't think Old Dominion's anywhere near a coastal level of play at this point in time, so Coastal comes away with a W. Then they travel up to Marshall after another couple of days off. And uh, I don't know. I think Marshall's set up to do well nicely in that game. And I have Coastal losing that one as well as the trip the following week. Well, I'm sorry, that they host App State on Thursday that week. And I think, again, the App State is just a little bit better than Coastal going into this season. I think they're a little bit deeper and proven compared to Coastal. Uh, It's not to say that Coastal couldn't win this matchup, but... I'm going to side with App State and the power that they've had here recently, being more consistent for a longer period of time. Coastal's been great the last two seasons, but I think the consistency in the long term uh, overpowers here. Then they host Southern Miss, and uh, Southern Miss coming in from Conference USA, obviously. They've been down here recently, though, and they've even struggled to have a real number one quarterback. They may have found him in a young guy this year, but again, he's a young guy, so I think he's going to be a little untested, unproven, even at that point in the season. They might not know what they've got there yet. I think Coastal comes away with the victory. Then they have one of those late P5 matchups against Virginia. Uh, Virginia's ACC team, they're not the best ever, but I still think they're pretty strong overall. And so I have Coastal losing that one to Virginia. But I do have them rebounding late in the season, or last game of the season really, against James Madison. Uh, And they will be up there in Harrisonburg for that matchup. Uh, I do have them beating the James Madison Dukes in that one as it's the first meeting. I think Coastal will be better prepared for a full FBS schedule by that point in time. James Madison could be improved, but I don't think they are made out to go through a whole schedule and and know the ins and outs of the whole routine just yet. I think Coastal is a little bit more powerful than James Madison in that regard and should come away with a victory. So with that being said, I have a regular season record for Coastal Carolina at 7-4. and 
five overall. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you next time.